I'm Adam Hergenrother, and this is Business Meets Spirituality. We believe in the 200% life, 100% inner world, and 100% outer world. And if you're wondering, that is new a new intro. Yes, Hallie's sitting here staring at me, making sure I do that correctly. Part of that whole new intro, though, is because um, so many people are referencing the 200% life concept, inner world, outer world, that's where they're working. So instead of saying, we believe in personal growth through business success, that was more of like a heavier business way of saying the 200% life, which I think the 200% life does a better job of being 100% inner world and 100% outer world. And speaking of the change, <laughs> that is the topic of this actually conversation is yes. that um, everything around you is constantly changing, including strategies in business, um, how you think, uh, your outfits that you wear. I mean, things just change, your habits in there. I think one of the interesting conversations we had about this, particularly right now, um, in where we are today, everything is constantly in this kind of move. So the, the kind of point we really want to make, and we'll dissect this today is that, um, if the only thing you can really be certain about is that change is going to happen because wouldn't it be really weird to stop for a second? Weird. If, if things didn't change, like seriously, like what if things didn't change? Well, I mean, there's always like some things that you don't want to change. Well, you don't want them to, but they do. Everything. Name an example. Something. Something that doesn't change. Um, my love for margaritas. Sure, you can say that, but they deepen. <laughs> I was Maybe. waiting for you to say that. Yeah, I know. Do you like? Are you a margarita drinker? Oh my god, yes. Really? Yes. How did I not know that? Just like tequila. <laughs> I have a friend who's like a big, huge margarita drinker, and so like there, it's, it's that's that's all they bring whenever they go over people's houses now. Yeah, well, it's more yeah, more so just the tequila part. I did change my margarita order up a little bit recently. I like to just have tequila <laughs> and so and soda and like a little bit of lime. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's not really a margarita at that point. But I think it's everything, right? It can deepen, right? Your your people could say that's the first people say, well, my love's not going to change. Sure, it's not, but it can deepen. But things are all obviously in constant fluctuation, right? And it's just the fact sure, that like yeah. everything is changing. And I think in our world right now, everything is changing at a fast pace, and so the the kind of the concept here is how do you become certain or what do you think prevents people from leaning into change? What is that about it? That leans that, that is it fear. Yeah. I mean, it's gotta, yeah, but what else? What, why, why is it fear that prevents people from actually changing? What are they actually afraid of? Or not them necessarily changing, but they're, they're afraid of other things changing, people changing. Uh, their job change, which all comes down to like some level of fear. Yeah. yeah. So the I'm fear, just curious, the fear like, of the unknown, the fear of uncertainty. But what about in particular about fear that per, well, that people don't like about it? Like, what is it? Is it that their identity is going to change? Oh, of the change. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, I would say probably some of its identity, but some of it just might be a little bit more uh, basic than that, like fear of losing money or fear of. Uh, you know, usually I always just go back to fear of loss of some sort yeah. um, or getting, getting what you don't want or getting what you not getting what you do want. You know, fear yeah. is one of those interesting things, right? It's an emotion that we all have and we can feel right. And regardless mm-hmm. of your state that you are in a hundred percent world, like you're still like at some level, it probably can overcome you. It just depends on how long it lets you prevent you from taking an action. Right. So just like with all emotions that we talk on the show about, there's nothing wrong with having any emotions. Cause if you have it by definition, you should be experiencing it. So if you're experiencing fear, you should feel the fear. And again, there's two different types of fear. Cause we're talking about change. There's the primal fear, which is completely different, right? That's, that's, you know, being chased by a tiger and you have different level of fear that's there. 
when you're most people are the psychological fear, which is why I think it it really does relate to their identity, though, because what they're really afraid of is that if I lose money, then people aren't going to see me the same way, or I'm going to have to go do something that I don't want to do. Or what if my friends leave me? Or what if my wife leaves me? Or what if my husband leaves me? Or what if my partner leaves me? Or what if my kids leave me because I don't have money or I can't take care of them? It's all of these kind of using the mind goes down this whole, this rabbit loop, right? That brings us to a certain level that creates this base level of, I'm not going to be good enough, which I still think is, is entirely attached to an ego or a psyche because the real you who's in there, who's watching the psyche do this, by the way, is what gets really caught up in the fear of change. Cause they go, if, if, if Hallie changes or if something else changes, then I'm not going to uphold this power position that I have as a CEO or whatever it is. Right. And if you allow that to come in there and, and, and basically prevent you from taking action, you're actually not leaning into life itself, which is constantly changing. I mean, your body changes every single second. I mean, there's 24, 25 trillion cells in your body and they're changing constantly. In fact, if one of those cells doesn't change and actually do something properly, you call it, you know, some sort of disease that comes in there. So your body is constantly in change. The world is constantly in change, which is why seasons constantly come and go. It rains, it snows, it's sunny, it's windy, it's not windy, it's clear, right? Any of those things happening every single moment. Yet when it comes to our psyches, we don't want things to change, but it's not us controlling the change though, Hallie, which is the thing that people, meaning it's not us that's controlling whether or not we want to change or not. It's, it's the, it's the ego or the psyche or the mind that is directing the fact that it doesn't want something to change because it, it could lose its potential to hold on to its own source of energy. Make sense? Um, yes, but sorry, I was just thinking about the whole fear conversation around change. And then I was just thinking, well, it isn't, obviously not everybody fears change. Some people absolutely love change and it's, and in fact, they go searching for change yeah. rather than other people who are trying to stay status quo I don't want to use that word but Mm -hmm. just like an homeostasis so that they you know can just stay comfortable and familiar um so it's not always actually fear of change it's also just some people actually it's the opposite and have like this desire and need for change because they want to experience different things or they want to maybe it is because they're chasing a certain thing on their identity or they don't want their body to change or they don't want their kids to change they want whatever it is there's gonna that's be all so- not wanting there's also you do want your yeah body to change you do want your kids exactly to change. So there's, there's all these yeah. different things and your body is constantly changing right i look different yes. than i did 10 years ago right? right we all do so everything's in constant change so my so point are you is saying cho- change is never a choice and i mean but that's not true I mean, well, change, change is definitely yes a choice. it is yeah there's certain things like your body changing is not a choice well, unless you can, I mean, like getting, if I, I me well, getting okay. gray hair, yeah. me getting gray hair is not really a choice though. No, but there's, then there's her choice whether or not you want to do anything about it. Totally. Yeah. There's always yeah. that. Right. I'm just saying that it, why wouldn't we lean into change more? This is like the part of the, the well, other than the, fe- so yes, this is where I was going. So why wouldn't we lean into change? Well, of course the fear thing comes in first, but that's almost like extreme because I think, I think. That is it though? Maybe, maybe we're just using different words, but. It is because I think when I think immediately of change, I don't necessarily think of fear. What I think of is inconvenience. It's annoying. It's going to be a lot of work. I have to go adapt to a new set of circumstances. I need to communicate the challenge. There's going to be communication challenges with the change. That's not really fear. That's more of like this inconvenience or this, you know, there's a new set of circumstances that I have to deal with. It's going to be time intensive. Like that's how I think a lot about change. 
Um, I'm going to have to adapt to a new routine. There's no fear really That's in that. Point. Yeah. It's more of just like, ugh, so it's laziness. Sucks. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I don't want to use the word laziness, no, it's not, but it's just, it's, it's a new, it's inconvenient. And yes. It's annoying. Yes, it is. It's, yeah. it's like, you know, oftentimes, you, yes, it can be. It can be. So then the question comes, if you're going to be doing it, you might as well lean into it. And the fact, or don't do it, or that's what I mean. If you're going to be doing it, lean yes. into it. If you're not going to be doing it, then don't. But I think particularly right now in businesses, I think it's really important to lean in the change, which is leaning in the models, which may mean that you have to look at all your people, right? It may mean that you need to look at yourself. It may need to look at your marketing program. It may need to look at your lead generation sources. Right now we're in an era where whether you're in a recession or not a recession, like that's up for for grabs, but clearly we're in this constant state of change in the business sector sector right now. Right. So I think every organization is looking at this. And if you're not looking at this, you're going to probably be left behind. And that's the essence of, of thinking today is we need to start looking about how you can change or continue to improve upon the things that you're doing better. But if the organization is not there, it's just how do you change your model? And the way I like to think about it is like you can, you can fall in love with your vision, but you can, you can date your model, right? Or you can change your model constantly. And I think businesses in general, whether you're Amazon or Apple has done that many, many times If they never changed, they would never be the company that they are today. And so I think about, you have to think about that for your own, your own company which is how do you lean into change? And maybe you're not changing your overall strategy, but maybe you need to change employees. Maybe you need to change the trajectory of, of a certain division, or maybe you need to change putting any energy in that division at all. Yeah. And as you're talking, I'm thinking of, there's like two different things to consider here. One is the change that you can't control what's happening in the market, what's happening in the business world, what's happening in the economy, right? The weather, like there's these, these, variables that you cannot change, but you do need to be able to respond to them in a, in a thoughtful and productive way. And then there's, which possibly means a second layer of change on top of that, that your response may, may then need to be, I need to change my model. I need to change my employees. I need to change whatever, but you do need to look at, I think you need to look at it in two ways because you're not just going to go change things for the sake of change. Although you could, if that's a conscious decision, but you, but there's like two different sets of change happening here. I think, you know, over the years in business for you and I, um, I've always kind of used this analogy It's a little graphic, but it's like whenever there's a business model or a threat to the industry that we're in, I always like to go out there and change before everybody else did. And people told me that we were crazy thinking about like, it's like you, if you're going to get stabbed, I'd rather stab myself and control it. Right. Versus like mm-hmm. ha- having to be reactive and having to change those different models. So I think being ahead, not too far ahead, but just enough ahead of everybody else actually gives you the ability to control it. It's, I mean, the classic example is like Blockbuster, right? They just never change. But or even like Circuit City or some of these bigger yes. companies that are out there, they were just too slow to change. Oh, Sometimes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whatever it is, I think for in on our businesses and in, even in your lives, I think people need to look at this again. And we're talking about two hundred percent life. You look at this in terms of how does this this actually affect in my business life and what I'm doing. And then how does this affect in my personal life? There may be things that you need to change. And if you don't, then you may not, you know, have the same relationship that you do or that there's, there's look in most people's lives, unless you do a lot of exploration, there's probably something that they're like, Hey, it'd be great to change this, but it does take work. It takes energy, but that's the point of this, of like leaning into it. Otherwise what you end up doing is you end up suppressing it or ends up popping up every 
couple weeks or every couple of months and you're like, Oh, I should do that. And then you just kind of push it back down there. And that's just building up stress. It's building up another samskara that you're preventing yourself from actually releasing from actually experiencing the joy and the peace and the fulfillment that you can have every single day. That's part of that inner experience is you can't resist those things and you got to be open to it because again, the, the world knows exactly what it's doing. I mean, it's, rains pretty much when it needs to it snows when it needs to it's sunny when it needs to your body heart works your it produces hair it you can see like without you doing anything so like everything is constantly producing in itself and yet you don't really do anything but then when something changes that's an inconvenience to you you don't like it especially in like in my experience most change that has been like that level of change has been a benefit in my life. I may not seen it at the, at the point at the time. So that's why it's like in my experience, if you lean into change more, you actually get fat, you get through the procrastination of what's going to happen anyways. And you just deal with it versus like sitting there and pretending that it's not going to change or that it is, and you're going to get to it later on. So part of it is you're just like complaining about the fact that, yeah. And you may not even publicly complaining. You're just inside complaining. Why did this happen? Exactly. Why do we have to do this? Why, you know, why do we have to learn this whole new system and process? Wasn't the one that we were using before fine. And then, yeah, you can go down that hole, you know, everything tangent it's simple things like oh you know i don't want to have to go into the office today right i want to be able to work from home but like do you have people in there whatever those different things the mind just says weird stuff and you just lean into these different things but it's if, if you if you don't you just end up um first of all you're not operating at the highest level that you can as a individual in whatever you're doing right and you suffer and the whole point of this podcast is to actually remove levels of suffering for people so they have more fulfillment and peace. And one of this is actually leaning directly into change. There's all these bigger things, like maybe you're fired, maybe you're hired, maybe you get offered to, you know, somewhere else. Maybe you end up having a child that's, you know, that you weren't expecting to have. These things happen. How quickly can you lean into them, right? And actually lean into the change instead of fighting. And I go, those are bigger examples. But what about every day an employee comes in late? Okay, great right? Every day. So where do you do? Do you either make a change, you lean into it or accept it, right? You have to do one of those things. So it's not bothering you every day, but all these different things that we don't actually lean into end up bothering us to a point where, um, we end up with some level of additional, additional level of suffering. I mean, you think about it, like there's something that probably each one, each one of us could go lean into right now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you don't lean into it, then you're not really pushing. Leaning in is pushing some level of action. What's going to create some level of change. Got a couple thoughts here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm just kind of working through them and let me know what you think. So when we think about leaning into change, there's, again, there's two types of change. There's the unexpected, like you lose your job or you find out you're, you're pregnant. That's obviously going to spark a, a change in some way. So you have, so there's this unexpected change and sometimes you obviously need to be more reactive to the, you can't necessarily be pre, pre, proactive when it's unexpected. So I'm just thinking of like the qualities that we need to cultivate or like types of things that we need to cultivate in our life. One being, if it's unexpected, I keep, what I keep thinking about is we need to be really adaptable. Yep. Like we keep talking about leaning into change. What that just means to me is like being highly adaptable. To, Especially right now. Yes. To change especially when it's unexpected and unpredictable. Then there are is more of like the expected change when you're consciously making a decision to, I want to change where I live. I want to change my fitness, my health. And to me, that it doesn't necessarily require, a, it, it's going to have some adaptability qualities to it, but less than less so that, and actually it feels like it needs more of the quality of discipline when there's that sort of change involved. Um, 
what do you think? I mean, I think you, you laid it out well for people so they can actually see it. And this should be a framework for how people work through this, right? I think, I think people just have a tough time with change because they don't want things to change in their lives. And they actually get stuck in certain mindset thinking when, when you're, when you, when you actually change, you know, we were, um, somebody was in my office earlier and we were talking about this and and they said that uh, I did this video about change and they said it actually helped one of their agents because they got them to think once they took a different action, they started thinking and seeing things completely different. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of it. People get so stuck. I don't want to say routine or like just your normal thing. When you actually lean into a change, you actually start seeing things different. Like, right. You start experiencing different. And maybe you wake up a little earlier and that's a whole different experience. You just, you create new neural pathways. It causes like a, a chain reaction. Yes, exactly. Or- a change reaction. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it does. It, it requires a, an entire change reaction. I like that now. Let's steal that. But you know, like what I mean, like it, it just things then, then you can actually start to see things differently, which allows you to actually be a better employee owner. Well, the seeing things differently to me just means it, it it's like you are more growth minded. You're more adaptable. You're seeing things from a different perspective. You're not as afraid of, change right when you experience some of it and you can as you start to lean into it more and more and the whole thing is let's just back up for a second and talk about and throw out the word change for a second and be missed if I didn't say this in 200% life or in any in life in general right the whole point of your life is for you to enjoy your life so if there are things that are just changing whether it's your what you're doing in terms of your profession whether it's your relationships whatever it just let's just call it life right mm-hmm. change is going to happen right? Everything's going to happen. And your whole point of you being here is to experience the moment that you're having. The moment has nothing to do with you, but everything to do with you because you, you make it personal, but there's billions of, of, of things that are happening every single second. The experience that you're having is statistically insignificant. It really means nothing. It's 0.00 carried out to zero based on the amount of experiences that are happening out there. So then I always come back to this, which is like, well, why wouldn't I just enjoy the experience that I get to see? And that blocks, and then the reason why the answer is why don't I do that is because people resist. One of the answers is to resist change, which is why I wanted to talk about this today. Because instead of enjoying the experience of your life, you go, I don't want that. And really what you're saying is I don't want some level of change. We say it differently, but in today's podcast, we're saying it in this particular avenue. But that's really what it is, right? It's like, I don't want this to change. I don't want my relationship to change. I don't want my job to change. Or maybe I do want things to change. And I want this to change. I want this over here. Either one of those things really wrong with improving your life. But if you're constantly caught up in thinking that I need things to change for me to feel more fulfilled or a level of joy, then you're not working in the inner world first. The, and you could argue, then I guess one could argue against what I'm saying right there, which is your inner world first actually is giving you the experience because if you focus on that, then it gives you the ability to actually handle things in the outer world. They're going to change because you're changing your inner world. And the only thing you're really changing your inner world is what, inter, what part of you is interacting with life. That is the biggest change you can ever have in your life. If you're, cha- if you're actually interacting with life from your ego or from your psyche or from the mind, you are operating from a level of dysfunction or the lowest part of you. It doesn't mean you can't get through life. It doesn't mean you can't succeed in terms of financial wins. It doesn't mean any of that. It means you can, but you're still going to be some level of suffering. You're still going to be some level of problem. No matter what you're trying to escape from, there's always going to be problems, right? It's why people try to, you know, it's one of the reasons why I like Michael Singer so much is because he's like, I don't think people need to go sit in a cave. He goes, that's your nature and that's where they are. That's fine. But he's like, people go and they try to get away from everybody and try to go live in a cave so they don't have any problems anymore. 
And it's really not allowing them to do the deep work that they need to do because you're actually just trying to escape the problems. Now, I'm not saying you can't get out of a problem or try to increase the quality of your life. I'm not saying any of that stuff. But you have to understand and lean into the experience of life, whatever it is. And the the, uh, the really interesting part is the clear, the more you lean into life, the more clarity you have in exactly what life should actually be do be doing for you. And it's, it becomes no longer a really a question. It's when you're in your mind and you're constantly going back. I want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. I want this over here. I don't want this change. That's when it gets so disturbed and, and murky that it's really hard to see, which is why you, people have so many tough times making decisions and things. So again, um, when, when you think about the 200% life, it's how do I first work on my inner world, right? That's the change of the inner world so that what the part of me that's interacting with life is the part of me that's enjoying the experience of life or at least accepting the experience of life, whatever you're kind of going through. So from there, you can then take yourself into experience whatever is actually happening in front of you. That in itself is changed constantly because every experience, every moment is different, isn't it? The moment that we just happened is different than the moment now, right? It's just like that. And the minute that you can understand that, it's just everything is constantly in change. The moment that just happened is no longer here. So this change is a new moment. So it's already happening in front of us. We just get so caught up in our own minds, which again, is the cause of suffering, which is what we have likes or dislikes, which is I don't want it to change or I do want it to change. And you get caught up in this trap. So the recommendation, if you will, is first to do the inner work, which is I'm okay with change. Like literally, if you have to use a positive affirmation, whatever that is, I'm going to do the work so that I'm okay with everything. And that's, again, I, I believe that is the absolute freedom people are looking for, which is also the word for enlightenment, which is they can just experience what's out there. That's as simple as that. People make spirituality so much more difficult or enlightenment, like this big thing that's out there. All it is, is that you're able to see life and experience it without that voice or preference or choice Again, that word choice, but all these different things that the mind is telling you to do or the ego is telling you to do, and it's actually just experiencing what's there. Hey, everybody, before you leave today, Hallie and I wanted to thank everyone who has left us a review. It really does make a huge impact in helping us get this podcast into the hands of other conscious leaders. Here's what Sean had to say. Sean from Albuquerque says, I have listened to Business Meets Spirituality from the beginning, and there are so many important principles and lessons on how self-leadership precedes leadership. In order to grow your organization or business, you have to lead yourself first. And I have learned how to go inward in order to achieve the level of growth I must obtain in order to grow my business. This is a must listen for any type of business owner. Thanks, Sean, for leaving us a review. And by the way, please let us know what you like about this podcast or what you would like to see more of by leaving us a review wherever you listen to our show.